Blog Talk Radio. Slept on hood love albums 
you know, everyone talks about Mary J and 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 Keisha Cole. For my right. dollar, I, I I well, uh, I mean, besides Mary, I, I'd go ahead and most definitely throw that Teacher Moses album in there too. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, she's so underrated, and I mean, she had that. I guess that at least that one song, um, "Just Wanna Be Your Girl." track that was popular for a while in the late 90s and I just think it just didn't get enough air I mean the other songs there particularly caught up and caution didn't get enough airplay that's just my personal yeah. opinion maybe I'm just a delusional fan but beat it as it may again fans you're not to feel let's just get to this here before I waste too much time um, before we get to the preview I mean this, this, the, the tournament itself is hard to handicap because this season this past, you know, regular season has been so unpredictable. I mean, it's parity at its best. I mean, so many teams dropped in and out of the top ten. Uh, you know, only like one number one seed in this tournament, as Kansas, has less than five losses. So, I mean, how just 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 how unpredictable was this season to you? And in, in terms of who's on top one week, there in you know the next team will be on top the next week. I mean. From any major conference, you know, everyone's changed their place, like the ACC, Carolina swap places with Miami and uh, and and, and um, who else? Uh, help me out here, Virginia. Uh, it was those three throughout the you know, throughout the year, as well as like the Big Ten. It was going back between Michigan State, Maryland, and Iowa for a while. So yeah. was this season pretty much unpredictable, or am I just the crazy one here? No, you're you're, you're very sane. Um, let's not forget that there was a time period in uh, January, February, where just about every week, as soon as someone was crowned the number one, uh, the number one team in the nation, they would end up losing a right. game or two that following week. It was like uh, I don't want this number one uh, spot. Y'all gonna have it, and it just kept teams just kept rotating in and out of that number one spot for for the longest, and then you would just slowly see uh, a couple of teams like Michigan State and Villanova just rise from, like, the lower part of the, at the top ten up into those top five right. spots and, and eventually into the number one spot for um, – I think Michigan State was there for about a week or two before dropping out uh, to the number two spot. But, yeah, man, it's just, in my personal opinion, I, I feel just like you, this seems to be one of those years where it's completely wide open. Everyone seems vulnerable, especially in the, in the top right. five spots. In, in in every uh, in every region, someone they they you you would you can see someone winning, and you can also expect someone losing, especially in those top five spots right. in, in in each region. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Yeah, and dude, I mean, there's no great team in college basketball this season. There's no great team. I mean, Kansas is the closest thing to being a great team since they're the Top overall seed and all, but even then they didn't. They they had some warts. I mean, I mean they got that. I think they got the ass kicked. Like the ass is kicked pretty good early in the season. If I'm not mistaken, I'll just check right quick. But um, yeah, I mean it's, it's it's just that so many people are on top. So many times, some people were not. I want to say at the bottom, but just going. I mean, the top ten was such a revolving door. I mean, yeah. it's like you know, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, who's on first? You know, it's like, what? I mean, it was so hard to keep up with. I mean, it's just it's, it's just it's just insane. It was exciting as all get out. 
experience is saying in the rest because I mean you just I mean you just never know what there's those cats. So, but exactly, I, mean, I don't know. One of those situations where, where the fans win because it's not right. like it's not a clear cut favor coming into it. Everyone feels as though that they have a chance. Everyone feels as though that they have a chance. I mean, it's even to the point now where you hear people talking about 10, 11, 12 seeds, maybe even 13 seeds, maybe not making it to the final four, but at least advancing to the second, well, to the third, fourth round, depending upon who you are and how old you are. Because, you know, of course, right. first round, the second round, blah, blah, blah. Uh, still never uh, get that right. I don't count the playing games. I don't count the playing games. They're playing of course, but, because they stink too much of going there on their own, but that's another answer for another day. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you have those situations where you, you have those guys that, that are those those 9 to 13 <clears throat> that can do some damage, make some noise, win a couple of rounds, and, you know, shake things up just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just – yeah, it's, it's, it's like I say, I'm making fun, but – Damn! If, I, if there is a Cliff Cup favorite this season in this in this tournament, but before we get to that, let's just go on the low end first. As, as every as is the case every year, there's some snubs, and there are some teams that got in that will make you think one out loud. WTF? So let's go to the WTF teams first. Uh, I got a couple in mind. Okay. Um, Tulsa is one of them. Tulsa's playing right now. They're, you know, they're one of them. Vanderbilt was the other. And, you know, it's, I kind of find it funny that Vanderbilt was, got curb stumped last night by Wichita State, which shouldn't have been a playing team in the first place, but, that's, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, that's two that I think off the top of my head. One can argue that Michigan, to a certain extent, is a WTF team uh, because how they finish the season and how they need a miracle to advance in the, in the big – Ten conference tournament, uh, even though they did get a good win over uh, Indiana, the, the process is probably what got them in the first place. So, do you agree on those, or do you have other teams that make you go, "What the bleep were they doing in the field in the first place?" Oh, my number one is, of course, it's Tulsa. You know, I'm, I'm highly, yeah. you know, confused on how is it that they were capable of making it within the tournament, and, hey, and I have no go. idea how that happened. Syracuse is another one of those bubble squads that I, I kind of question as well. Gotcha. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, those are, those are the main two for me. Now, I will say this about Syracuse. Syracuse stumbled down the stretch. I mean, they, were, they, they, they literally backed their way in into the tournament. I mean, a lot of them had beef with, with Syracuse being there. Most, no, most notably, Doug Gottlieb, he went off on a tangent uh, on that disaster of a show of the selection uh, show on, on CBS. I mean, what show needs to be selection show needs to be on for two hours, but that's I mean whatever. I I I it's insane. About that. I'm Why did that. that show have to be two on for two hours? And and throw in the fact of course that the, the bracket was leaked. It makes it that much worse. That was hilarious, by the way. That was so leaping funny. <laughs> I, I, I I just literally I just immediately re, re, like retweet it on Twitter and people were like, Oh cool man, thank you. I couldn't watch that show for another hour and a half but uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Were they gonna have like? Were they gonna bring in some damn um um like special interest stories? I mean, what do you need two hours for selection? Two show? hours, dude. It's a half hour. What are they gonna say? <laughs> I what have to dude, really insane. Oh man, you have three minutes to introduce each team. Why? Yeah. 
Why? We, we've Where's watched them play all year long. We know what these teams are about. Why do we need three minutes of team? I'm sorry. You can take that back. It'll probably be two minutes of team for commercial breaks. Why? Oh. Hopefully someone else upstairs at CBS Brass got the ass fired over that because that was a that was a horrible idea. At least ESPN knew better and just cut it to an hour. Even and even an hour was too long. I mean, just give me who's going to win each 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 each, each region. Give your final four picks and your and your overall national championship winner. In the end, I mean, hell, you know we, could, we have talks for shows for that. Yeah, don't even don't even do that. Which, in my opinion, just announce the teams. Announce the teams. Yeah. Then you have your post uh, uh, selection show where you make your picks and you talk about everything. Do it like that. That's yeah. my opinion. Because you're, you're wasting yeah. my time by by having this your picks while you're making picks for the brackets as you're going through. No, no, just make the selections. Yeah. Then you make your picks. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, what, what, I mean, hell, we're going to go the next day and download the brackets anyway. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Sports Talk's going to be talking about it all week. I mean, that's just a, that was just a waste of time. I mean, thankfully I didn't waste two hours of my life on CBS. But at any rate, but getting back to Syracuse, though, I would say this is Syracuse defense. While I was surprised a bit that they got into the tournament, mm-hmm. uh, being an ACC homer that I am, um, I'm glad to I was glad for the standpoint, I don't know if the conference part, but Syracuse had five wins in the RPI's top 50. That was, at least that was what, um, you know, Cascaloni, I think he's uh, Oklahoma's AD, who's the chair of the selection committee. And, you know, okay. they were, their record was five and seven officially against the top 50, RPI's top 50, but that's five wins that yeah. other bubble teams did not have. So that's True. why. And plus, if you look at their wins, too, even though they, a lot of them occurred early in the season, they beat Texas A&M. They beat uh, Duke at Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, even though they got beat by Pitt three times, but nevertheless, they, it's like it's pretty much, I guess, and, I, and, and of course we all guess every year about what the NCAA tournament selection committee is going to be thinking. Um, it's, 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 I mean, this is why I guess. It's, it's not necessarily how many wins you have. It's is who have you beaten? Is who have you beaten? If you're on a bubble yeah. team, if you're a bubble team, it comes out to who have you beaten? And I think the only reason why Pitt is in the tournament is because they beat Syracuse, the same Syracuse team that with five wins first the RPI top fifty three times, including the ACC tournament. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's all relative. I mean, they still they change the rules every year. That's I mean, exactly my thought process. Whatever yeah. it is that they look at, it changes every year. It's not consistent. And, and, I mean, it's great fodder, and it creates great conversation every year. But sure. like, like, I, like I think I probably said on your show before with the same thing when it comes to the selection committee with college <clears throat> football, if you can give me some consistency every year. Right. Yeah, but you know what? It, it kind of takes the fun out of it, though, in my personal opinion. And if you actually think about it, this is all talk that we normally just have from Sunday up until Thursday night. Once that's done, uh-huh. it's all out of the window, and in most cases it's all forgotten, and it's not even worried about. Even though it would have been fun to see Thomas in the tournament doing their little things on the, on, the, on the sideline, that would have been great. And also another team, in my personal opinion, that should have been in the tournament, uh, St. Bonaventure, 
I, I would have taken St. Bonnie over, over Tulsa, even though St. Bonnie was looking bad last I looked in the NIT, whoever right. they were playing right now. But St. Bonnie was that was that team that I thought should have been in and Tulsa shouldn't have been. You know what? That's so funny you mentioned that. You must have read my blog post because those are the teams that have a big-time snuff. I mean, in the case of Mama, what were you supposed to I mean, what were they supposed to do? They scheduled well out of conference. They beat Notre mm-hmm. Dame on the neutral yeah. floor. They beat UCLA and Georgetown on the road. They have good out-conference wins. I know that UCLA and Georgetown are not in the tournament, but they beat but but they, they beat those two teams on the road. Okay, is there, is there a cops chasing you or something? Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. You see, that's the thing because this, this, this is the same thing that I hear during the football season. It's not who you beat, but it's when you yeah. beat them. And then yeah. sometimes whatever they end up becoming affects who you are, which I find to be interesting. But then another thing, too, it's like like you said, what else can they do? And then now who's going to even schedule mamas to even come and play them now? Everyone, I know. I mean, unless, unless you're a really, really top 15 team, if you're a top 15 program, chances are, you're not asking mama to come in because you don't want to take that chance. You know, you had that same situation yeah. with VCU. You had that same situation. Right. God, I'm about to date myself with GW, and it's kind of a shame that I'm naming a lot of local teams here to me. But, no, no, I mean, no. Those I, are the, remember those, I remember GW days coached by that, that brother Jarvis, Coach Jarvis. Yes. Uh-huh. By yeah. Mike Jarvis. And see, those are the things that, you know, you, you, you end up having these schools every every period where – these schools, they're not necessarily great enough to beat a blue blood on a regular occasion, but some of these mid-tier cats, they might give them a run, and you don't want to have them come into your place and beat you like that, and you sure don't yeah. want to go to their place and play them. So what are they to right. do? All they can do is just schedule who they can schedule. They beat who's in front of them. The, the sad thing is, of course, that they did not win their their conference tourney, which which is right. something that I knew was going to affect them. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it's almost as if um, the regular season is like rendered meaningless because Mama ran away with the regular season title, and yeah. they lost to the arch rival Iona in the finals, and mm-hmm. you know, and on the neutral floor. And those things are so unpredictable, man, especially in, in, the, in the smaller conferences like that. I mean, it's not even fair, but I know life is not fair, blah, 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 but still. It's like the regular season is like, eh, who cares about the regular season? What can you do in a conference tournament? And that's unfortunate. It's really Very unfortunate. unfortunate. And, and I thought that, and I thought that they still made selection committee was the kind to mama and the same for St. Bonaventure. I mean, the St. Bonaventure was ranked 29th in the RPI. Okay. Yeah. In the final RPI, they were ranked 29th. Most years, that's good enough to get you in. Most years, that's good enough to get you in. Okay. Yeah, they got seven 20, wins against the top 70 teams. Yeah, they got seven yes. wins against the top seven wins against the top 70 RPI teams. I mean, uh-huh. but it's just frustrating because the, the committee chair again said that the NCAA committee looked down on St. Bonnie's. Uh, over our sister's schedule. I mean, they can't help that. They're still 29th in the RPI. They were 29th, exactly. and they still didn't get in. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? Even even with a week uh, strength of schedule with an RPI of 29, you're supposed to be in. And that's the thing 
that has kind of perplexed me for years, not just with men's right. basketball, but with college women's basketball, is how the committee almost on a yearly basis is underwhelmed by right. the, uh, the the smaller conference uh, strength of schedules. And, and, and in some instances, completely disrespects how difficult it is for them to compete on their level. I mean, I mean, mm. it, 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 it's it's easy to say that, yeah, sure. And of course, it's the first thing that pops in my head because it's the last team I just seen play. We all know that Southern won't be able to go in and, and beat Carolina. We know this, right? Right. right. But they are capable of competing within the SWAC extremely well. And it seems like every year someone within the SWAC beats someone from a power conference, just like Southern did with Mississippi State earlier this season. So, I mean, mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, belittle their conference, which, of course, well, sadly, the SWAC is the worst conference uh, almost on an annual basis, it, it, it just makes it difficult. And, and I mean, I've... I, I, I feel bad, of course, for the HBCU conferences because, of course, that's where my heart lies. But some of these other conferences, like the Big Sky and 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 and, and the in the MAC or the MAC, as I like to call it, the MAAC, where you have these other uh, uh, conferences where you have other twenty-win schools that don't make it in the tournament because they're facing situations where schools from power conferences. It's all about who they play, but they end up losing to a lot of the top teams within their conference too. Just because yeah. you, you play in a tough conference doesn't necessarily mean that you're that good. You just lost to a bunch right. of good teams in a tough conference, just like they would have done within that tough conference. Right. And that's, 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 that's unfortunate. That's so unfortunate. But, I mean, one more thing. This is what made me more upset. I, I completely felt like I forgot to share this with you. I'm going to go mm-hmm. off on Vanderbilt for a little bit. I was one of my WTF teams. Um, that's another one too, yes. Yeah, that uh, that basically again, the ACB committee said that what their mama been besides their loss in the conference tournament championship game was that they had three losses below that that fell below the 200 RPI line. Mm-hmm. So they held that against Mama. But still, that seems like picking nits right there. What else is Mama supposed to do? They did what they supposed to do out of schedule. I mean, big teams right? that aren't on the schedule. The one that yeah, that's all I could do. <laughs> anyway, I, man, I'm about to go off again. Uh, but I'm about to go off really now with Vanderbilt. I, you thought I went on a Tulsa. Vanderbilt was ranked 50 as an RPI. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt went two and seven against the RPI top 50. Uh-huh. Vanderbilt didn't even win the. Didn't even comp- I mean, they they tied for third in the in SEC. But it was a sorry as SEC this year in basketball. Yeah, really. The SEC should have had two teams in, 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 in like that made the tournament with A and M and Kentucky. They Vanderbilt had no business being in there. But what the hell was Vanderbilt doing in the field? And you saw why they didn't belong last night. Exactly. What what what? Why was Vanderbilt in the field? Why Vanderbilt? They lost to I think Tennessee in the conference tournament. Why were they mm-hmm. in the tournament? Why are they in there? And you know what? South Carolina was screaming the exact same thing. South Carolina was screaming the same thing. Why why is Vandy and not us? (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't think either one of them belongs, but why Vandy and not us? But but the interesting thing is, of course, Vandy, they competed 
for about maybe two-thirds of the game and then got blown out that last third. I mean, it, it, Wichita mm. State was just too much for them. But and, and this is one of those reasons why a, a field of 68 is kind of like a scapegoat to kind of like get some teams who would be great to see play, but at the same time opens up the door to have more horrible teams in there. But like I said before, man, it, it gives us that great conversation every year, uh, sadly, of who should make it in and, 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 and who shouldn't have made it in. But beside all right. of that, because, you know, I've been watching Madden and sending up for the past couple of weeks, especially with Division Two basketball. Please tell me you right. heard about the Vegas Exchange. The Vegas Exchange? No, the Vegas 16. I've been out before. The Vegas 16. No, you, you got to enlighten me on that one. Okay, so you know about the NCAA tournament, right? That's right. Okay. We also know about the NIT. That's correct. We also have the CBI. Oh, that's right. We have the crappy tournament. The CBI and the CIT, right? And the CIT. Exactly. That too. Now, there's oh. another one. It's called the Vegas 16, right? This is where it gets interesting. They okay. couldn't get 16 teams to participate in this tournament. They only got eight. <laughs> now, the funny thing, the funny part is this. They're, they're boasting that, yeah, sure, we couldn't get 16 teams in, but we got a solid eight. It's about quality, not quantity. Now, to their oh defense, to their defense, they got seven out of uh, eight teams with 20 wins, and the other team had 19, to their defense. But okay. these are the teams that they had in. They had uh, Louisiana Tech. Um, who else is on that list? Um, God. I'm trying to get it to come up now, but it was, it was, they, were, they were a legit 20-win team, but even still, they're 20-win teams that didn't need to that couldn't qualify for the NIT. That's how bad they were. But as the kicker, <laughs> the teams, the schools had to pay fifty thousand dollars to play. Wait a minute, they had to pay they had to, to participate. They had to play to play. Yes. Oh my God! Why are we show up? <laughs> what's the point? Exactly. What's the point to show up and maybe get your behind kicked? What's the What's the point? Are you they? So these these teams, these schools. They didn't make the NIT or the CBI for that matter. Yeah. Pay to show up to play. That's that's just ridiculous. No wonder they didn't oh, get a full sixteen. Probably half the eight, half of the party said, "Hell no, we're not going to do that." Exactly. <laughs> Townsend is another one of the schools. Uh, that's why I'm slowly starting to get them. But it, yeah, they had to pay to play. I don't know what the payout may have been, but still, fifty G's is gambling. This is technically gambling. I mean, Vegas is a great place to do it. But just technically gambling, if right. there's a payout, this is insane. Insane. Oh, oh man. Dude, I can, I can, uh, that's just ridiculous. It's like, it's I like, I thought I thought that in real quick. Uh, so, so you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, you got the <laughs> next thing you have, it, you're going to have the toilet bowl, the, the bounty toilet bowl, where you're going to have seven law, two seven loss teams going at it because it got so many damn bowl games. But, that's, that's Scott, we're we're one step away from that. Game. We're one game away from, I bet that, we are. from that happening. I bet we are. I bet yeah. we are. Oh, my God. But anyway, 
Anyway, let's just go to the winners of each region that that, that we did before we really pop like pop the gasket here. Um, <laughs> I have uh, let's see. Let, let me let me just let me pull up my my because I ha- I made my I'm in two pools. So let, okay. let me just pull up in the east. I have I reluctantly have Carolina. Uh huh. We're in the east. I vacillate between Carolina and and Kentucky to be honest with you, but I'm mm-hmm. st- sticking with Carolina for now. In the South, I have, hold on to your horse, hold on to your seat. I hope you sit down. I got Maryland uh-huh. one in the South. That's my mm-hmm. pick for, for, like, for the tournament. I got Maryland, wow. and I'll explain why in a minute. I have, for the, in the Midwest region, I have Michigan State. I mean, you can't count on Coach Izzo. And I think this is the best Michigan team um, ever in the tournament. Um, and last but not wow. least, in the West region, I have um, Oklahoma winning the West. I don't think anybody okay. can stop Buddy Hill. I think Oklahoma's on a mission. I think Oklahoma could easily be in one seed if they would have won the conference tournament. I mm-hmm. think Oklahoma's been one of the top five teams all season. I'm not sold on, sold on Oregon. Sure, Oregon's a great story. Sure, the Pac-12 is deep. But come on. I, 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 I mean, I, I personally think that Michigan State should have been a one seed ahead of Oregon. That's just me. Uh, but I promise that I explain why I think Maryland will yeah. be representing the South. I don't trust Kansas and Villanova. I don't trust them during the <laughs> tournament time. They, I mean, aside from Kansas' win in 2008, mm-hmm. they have only achieved in the tournament. Yeah. I've seen better teams than the 2018 go down mm-hmm. in flames early. I mean, and same with Villanova, I'm like, North Carolina State Wolfpack in the second round last year. And, you know, and they, they, they're proving an achievement as well. So until they prove me wrong, I'm not going to pick for them. As a matter of fact, I, have, I think the South will come down between Maryland and Miami, to be honest with you. I don't think California made that much noise. Yeah, I, so, and plus I love me some Mellow Trimble. I think once, mm-hmm. if Maryland gets on the roll, they got the best, one of the best point guards in the tournament. They, they, they in, in the backcourt is not bad at all. I mean, I like I like Rashid Suleiman a lot once he has his head on straight. I love yeah. the big men down low if they're not stumping on people, and <laughs> I like how they're coached. And so if 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 um, <laughs> if so once that falls into place, I know they didn't have they had a social short in their conference tournament, but I I like Maryland. I really like Maryland, especially in this region. I again. I don't think any, I don't think anyone in Kansas or Villanova or Miami for that matter. Well, maybe Miami who could give Melo Trimble a hard time. That's why mm-hmm. I have them represent the South. So, what say you, my brother? Okay, I mean I got to start it off with this, uh, especially in recent. It's always said, and it's been true actually in recent years, that teams that have great guard play always win the tournament. You, you look back, right. especially on recent history. Got your Kimball Walker, got your Sebastian Napier. I mean, even when right. when uh, Kentucky won with with Anthony Davis, they still had Deron Lewis and and, and Marquise. Uh, what's his last name? I can't remember what his last name is. Oh, Marquise. I can't Teague. remember either, but I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Marquise T. So you know they had those guys and 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 Ty Jones out of Duke. So if, if you have great guard play, I'm leaning your way. But my right. my final four is is, is like this. I got Kansas, 
but I'm not I'm, I'm not surprised by by your pick of Maryland because with with Middle Trimble and uh, what's the other guard that's there? Like you said, Suleiman. If those guys, yeah. the, the, the veteran leadership of Suleiman, and and, and the youth and talent of, of Trimble and, and and Diamond Stone, if those two teams come out and compete and do what they haven't been doing for the last couple of weeks, and and somehow turn it on, they have the talent to do it. Just like Cal, in my personal opinion, the thing is, will they do it? And then, right. interestingly enough, Cal and, and Maryland have to face one another, which means somebody's going to get knocked out. But I don't know. I, I don't I don't fully trust Maryland just yet. That's why I'm leaning on Kansas. And, and like you, I don't trust Villanova. Matter of fact, I have Temple beating Villanova in the second round. Wow. Wow. Yes. That would be an interesting um, second rounder. That would be an interesting second round game. I would love to see that, of course, because of the, the, the Philly Five reference and then with the, the, the most of them playing that game in Brooklyn. It, it, it'll be great for basketball historians to see that played. Um, out of the West, right. I'm slowly leaning on Oregon. The only reason why I took Oregon over OU, over Oklahoma, I like Oklahoma as well. The thing that they do that bothers me, and, and like I said, being a, uh, a part-time Duke fan, you know, I put in my 12 hours a week. You know, I, I do it right. almost like community <laughs> service. <clears throat> Being that guy and, and seeing what they've done in the past, Oklahoma kind of reminds me of them a little bit. I mean, they have great shooters on that squad, and they, and they shoot the three ball extremely well. But right. my thing is what happens when you go cold. Yeah. And, and if that happens, I can see them being beat. And and, and the, the tempo that, that Oregon has, if they're capable of, of running up and down or, or, or Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's not hitting from the outside. I think they're going to give Oklahoma problems. And that's why I have uh, the Ducks moving on to the Final Four. Out of the Midwest, man, it, it must have been uh, uh, Izzo's birthday when you saw that a team that shouldn't have been a number one seed get a number one seed in his bracket, and then it's a number one seeding team that he's owned for the past two years in Virginia. He's like, yeah. oh. It's my birthday. I get Virginia. It is. <laughs> oh. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and give this this reason to, to Michigan State because you're right. How can you bet against Izzo? I mean, it's 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 insane his track record once, he, once it gets to March. When 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 the clock turns March, is Izzo time. I mean, yes. that, that team at least you gets to the conference. Exactly. They, they, they do well in their conference tournament if they don't win it. And then they do extremely well in the the the, the national tournament. They at least get to the to the uh, the Sweet Sixteen, if anything else. And like I said, you got teams like Texas Tech that's going to get upset, in my opinion. Um, Iona could beat uh, Iowa State. Um, Utah is beatable, uh, 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 even though I like the way that they played throughout the year. And mm-hmm. I really don't see anybody else. Even though, interestingly enough, um, on, on our show, Sleazy Sports, when we do our picks, um, our host coach, he only gets his kids to do picks as well. Right. His kids are two and four, right? So right. they know nothing of sports. They go off of names <laughs> and logos. <laughs> With that said, I see you going. Yeah. On Thursday, they have picked the first ever. And the only one in their picks 
the first ever 16 to be the one seed. So oh, they picked no. they picked Hampton to beat Virginia. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yes, not. they did. Not to beat Virginia. The, the parents, oh Lord. The parents tried to talk them out of it. They wanted no parts. Neither child, neither child, was was capable <laughs> of being talked out of it. So that school, by 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 the coast, then the Southern Virginia. Just know that you got yep. a two year old and four year old child who are on your side. That 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 that's. That's what you're riding on Thursday, thinking that you can beat the uh, number one team out of the Midwest, even though I don't even think it's possible. But um, it'll be interesting. Um, like I said, Michigan State out That's of the Midwest hilarious. and out of the East. This is about to contradict everything I just said about great guard play. Uh-oh. I took Wisconsin to win the East. Wisconsin? Really? Wisconsin. They had that great turnaround. They finished the season eleven and three, even though I am concerned that their last two games were losses. But you know, right. they had wins over Michigan State, they had wins over Maryland, they had a win over Purdue. So during that eleven game streak, well that that eleven game period where they were winning games, they beat some good teams within their conference. I just think if they're capable of of, of I think they can beat Xavier, most definitely. And I think that they can beat really? West Virginia. I, I think pretty so. good. I, I know. Good, brother. But I, I, I think that they're beatable, and I think West, I think Wisconsin can do it with their play down low. If they're capable of slowing the, slowing the pace down enough, I think Wisconsin takes it. And the, 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 the matchup that, 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 <clears> that kind of worries me a little bit, even though I have Indiana moving on, is them against Chattanooga. That's a worrisome yeah. situation, but I think if Indiana is capable, game. exactly. But if, if Indiana is capable of getting past Chattanooga, I think that they can beat Kentucky, and they'll give uh, Carolina a run. But I think Carolina in that last six uh, seven minutes will end up taking them. But yeah, I, I just end up seeing Carolina. I don't I don't know if it's if it's just that little bit of Carolina hate I got. Or the fact that I can't have I know I haven't three number one seeds in the, in the final four, which is insane. So I, that was the reason why I, I had to take somebody that wasn't a one or a two. And I thought the the team that was capable of getting past of a fracas was Wisconsin. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's very interesting. That'll be an underdog story in of itself. So, so who do you have when it's, who you have taking home the chip? Kansas beating. Uh, Beating the Israelites, seventy four, seventy one. Wow, I, I, you know, it's funny. I have, I have Michigan State, and but first of all, I, I'm running with Tom Izzo. Mm-hmm. This is one of his best Michigan State team, state teams in recent memory. Their mission, the I think. You know, what, in recent, well, that's why I said recent memory because a lot of many people have that fall of memory. You know, that, ah, okay, that's the okay. team right there. But, 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 needed, but, but be there as it may, you know, give him the – I mean, let's just put – let's look at it this way. The, it's a hell of a lot of talent to the team he had last year that he took to the final four. And, yeah. um, and you know, given that they, this, this team has no business being anything below a one, and couple that with the fact that they're going – that they lost that top seed possibly to Virginia – who they've owned the last two postseasons, 
Yeah. I mean, you don't want to really piss off Tom Izzo. You don't want to yeah. piss off Tom Izzo in March. It's particularly the NCAA tournament. You don't want to piss him off and, and motivate him. And I, I and I and I have them beating Carolina in the Final Four and beating Oklahoma in the title game, seventy-five to seventy. Okay. Yeah. God, so you know what the bad thing is? A, yeah. Our point totals are the exact same. Yep, 145. Wow. I'm going to pull two. That's a point That's a that's a point thing. And, like, that a, we had to protect the score and the total amount of points. So, yeah, that's so, – so so I figure it's 75, 70, that's a, that's a safe uh, – that, that, that's a safe point to bring you But let me get you out on this. Have mm-hmm. you practiced your, quote, unquote, sick cough? For calling in tomorrow, so you can catch the some tournament games tomorrow early tomorrow afternoon at a sports bar. Have you practiced? No, it my brother. Have you perfected it yet? No, because you know what? Now that you reminded me, I now have to figure out a great a food item to have for lunch at work. See, I have three monitors at my desk. Oh, that's and where cool. my desk is, I'm kind of off to the side in in the corner now. You have to pass my desk in order to get to the printer, but that main monitor, my largest monitor, is the one where I normally watch the games. I've been watching it. Every, I'm saying it anyway because they don't listen to the show. I've been watching the NCAA tournament at work on my third monitor ever since I've been working at Montgomery Parks. As a matter of fact, the first time I started doing it, I was doing it with a couple of the uh, directors who were watching things with me. So I got the okay. Once I was giving me okay, I just seen it as oh, a regular in. occurrence. Hey, matter oh, of fact, I, oh, I had in. a director. I had a director who was a, a Maryland alum and is a huge Turk fan. So she was asking me for score updates while I'm watching the game. So I, I'm not bothered by it. So, yeah, I'm not faking no cough. I'm not doing, no, I'm watching desk size. I'm watching the games. Um, thank you, uh, NCAA, and thank you, uh, TBS.com, for putting that out there for us to watch. So, yeah, I'm watching from the desk at work. I have no problem. So, I'm, I'm chilling. I just need to find well, some great You got great bosses. You got, oh, 20, you, got, well, you got the retros who watch the games with you? Oh, you ain't like Flynn, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, I, I'm not perfecting your call. Sadly, sadly, I'm not working with them anymore. And then, you know, if oh, I got man. to, I could always put the outlook. Up above it, you know, and plus I listen to the games on my headphones, so they don't know what I'm listening to necessarily. But yeah, I can put it up on, on my on my 17 inch screen, my 17 inch monitor at work, watch the games. I'm good. Matter of fact, I was watching the game before I left work just now. So yeah, wow. I'm already ready already. I'm so oh, so <sighs> so you have to call in and go like, excuse me, sir or ma'am, I can't <laughs> make it because <laughs> I'm a call man sit today. <laughs> You know, and then after the foolishness today here in D.C., where they actually closed down the, the rail system because of the accident right. that happened earlier in the week. I mean, none of the right. rail system yeah, was working at all. Oh, my God, it was insane. So my commute, which is normally a 20-minute commute, turned into about a two, two-and-a-half-hour commute. So, um, Gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow I'm going in. And, um, yeah, I'm, I get myself – matter of fact, man – I watch CIAA tournaments at work. I'm watching the MEAC tournament at work. Man, if they show Man. whoever they got going on, is, like I said, Scott, I've been March madnessing it up all March. Whoever I got going on during the day and I can get a chance to watch it, I'm watching it. 
at the office while I'm getting work done. Let that be the other known part, while I'm getting work done. So I don't get complained about <laughs> or complain that while I'm, you know, indulging right. in said situations. You know, I don't want nobody, if they happen to listen to, to find that out, you know. But, oh, uh, I'm, yeah. Before I get too I'm, I'm jealous, before I get too jealous, man, I got to sign up before I get too jealous of you and look to change jobs and work with you. Thanks a lot, man, no, for joining me on the show. Hey, that's, that's the only benefit because the, the pay ain't nothing, but, you know, I, I oh, every March I, I get is, to celebrate, man. you know. I, at least I get there. It never is, brother. It never is. Thanks a lot, my man. Appreciate it. No Enjoy problem at all, brother. Tomorrow. You all do right, the same, out. and I'll see you soon. You got it, man. All right, all right, all right. So that's my man, Dwayne Nash. That was fun. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. I mean, hell, yeah, it's a good. I mean, you know, lack of pain notwithstanding, be able to watch the games at the desk and get work done and have the, the former director's blessing. Shoot, that's where it's at. But in any way, before I get jealous some more and look for a career change that will, that will possibly do me, Thank you all for totally tuning in. Please enjoy the NCAA tournament games this weekend, the first and second round, and the playing game tonight. Scott Burst with the Clown Hour. Sign off. 06, y'all. Night. <laughs>